Hey, this is ENFP Dream Fan, and for this episode, I'll be going over 12 observations from the Dream's opening win over the Dallas Wings on Saturday, and things I'm looking forward to in uh, watching for the, the Dream's home opener against the LA Sparks on Wednesday. Uh, the victory for me uh, just brought a lot of healing from last season, and more importantly, just some grounded hope uh, that the Dream are headed in the right direction, and Anything involving right is pun intended, <laughs> but um, I had this episode broken down into chapters of the topics I go over, so feel free to skip around, and uh, without further ado, let's just dry- dive straight into this, and again, I'll be starting with 12 observations from the Dreams win, and then going into uh, a preview against the LA Sparks from there. Um, so the first thing, it's is obviously it's Ryan time. <laughs> uh, Ryan was everything I expected, and she somehow uh, exceeded the expectations I had uh, in her debut against the Wings. Uh, she became the second 22nd player in WNBA history and the first player ever to begin their career with at least 16 points, three rebounds, four assists, two steals, and four blocks in a single game. Half of Ryan's 16 points were in the Dream's dominant first quarter, where she played the entire quarter and earned 8 points, 3 assists, 1 steal, and 1 block. Uh, A key factor I talked about before the season uh, in her player profile uh, was in order to receive a lot of playing time, uh, she had to be contributing in multiple ways uh, even if her shot wasn't falling, and she had times... Uh, just like the rest of the team where uh, she fell into lulls and uh, her shot wasn't falling as much and everything, uh, especially at the rate uh, of the first quarter. And she just kept uh, going after it. And it was amazing to see uh, the energy that she had on defense and just the the blocks that she had. I'm just so excited uh, for her potential. And uh, in the post-game press conference with Coach Wright, um, she stated that defensively it, defensively, it sounded like she was right on point on where she expected. But uh, on offense, uh, there was just so much more in her toolbox that uh, she felt like she didn't use. And that should be absolutely terrifying uh, to the rest of the league that um, this wasn't her best game and she got 16 points. And uh, I agree that there's so much more in her toolkit that she just showed at Kentucky. Uh, that I know she can bring to the WNBA. So I'm just excited to see her uh, grow throughout the season. But yeah, she absolutely showed uh, that she is going to be a star in this league and is already uh, on a starter level with how she played. Um, On to number two, uh, the other rookie that just had a fantastic game in Christy Wallace. And uh, she again, she was drafted um, the, the pick right after Monique Billings back in 2018. And this must have just been long awaited for um, just being able to, to debut in the WNBA. And uh, I can already say um, I am so happy uh, that she's on a rookie scale contract right now. And this is her first year. Uh, the Dream uh, will most likely use up um, those five seasons before she becomes uh, an RFA. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm just so impressed with uh, the energy she played with on both ends of the floor. Um, the only thing I would have asked for uh, is her uh, shooting more like she did in the preseason, like just getting that confidence that she belongs in the lineup and everything. But 
uh, just with what she provided, even outside of her jump shot, she shows she uh, belongs to, she deserves to be a starter. And that, that's just great to see because obviously all I could look at is the stat sheet during the preseason and just to be able to see what she brings to the table. Uh, there's just so much potential um, for this Atlanta Dream Team. Uh, she assisted on two of Parker's four baskets, and both of them were absolute beauties uh, that um, I posted the highlight video uh, on my Twitter account. Just someone that just has a knack for knowing um, how to get herself in position to set up her teammates and everything, as well as herself. She had uh, times last game where uh, she could have pulled the trigger and decided to, to just take it back in. I just hope... Uh, she has that confidence to, to be able to do it against the LA Sparks because we are absolutely going to need her offense uh, to be able to have a chance. Um, she only took uh, three shots and uh, had two trips to the line against the Wings. Um, she ended up with a total of six points, five rebounds, two assists, and one steal. And yeah, <laughs> that's a heck of a de uh, debut. Uh, if she stays... Uh, out of foul trouble, she's easily going to get uh, multiple games of 30 minutes plus um, before Tiffany Hayes arrives. Like the, uh, She has a, a great opportunity, and it's just so good uh, seeing her succeed and uh, seeing that potential uh, foundation at shooting guard for us and everything that I didn't think we had. Um, on to number three, and I mentioned her a little bit already, but um, Cheyenne Parker uh, is just going to be a problem inside. Uh, first of all, before I go into her stats, um, her ejection in the fourth quarter was absolutely bogus. Uh, she was fighting for a loose ball while Mabry was, uh, let's just put it mildly, engaging with her. Uh, there's no possible way she kicked Thornton on purpose. I don't know if something happened after the play for her to get ejected as teammates were holding her back, but uh, what I can say is she just had a heck of a game. Uh, she earned her 10th career double-double with 10 points, 10 rebounds, 3 blocks, and 3 steals. She was also a game-high plus 16. Uh, she scored 8 of her 10 points within the first 5 minutes of the game, helping the Dream set the tone early and obtaining a lead that fluctuated, um, but was never completely vanquished the rest of the way. Just uh, someone that's when they're on, uh, they just make an absolute impact and... Uh, I, I can't wait for her to, to be able to get an opportunity to um, score in every quarter and make a, an impact more often, um, as I'll go over later. But just someone with so much potential, and I'm really glad uh, that she is signed for next year as well. Uh, she just uh, is able to make shots inside and then also was a three-point threat as well. Just someone you want to have in a, a four-slash-five player. Uh, on to number four, and uh, it's Monique Billings, just having an impact on both ends uh, on Saturday. Uh, Billings had the most rebounds in a single game since 2019, as she snatched a game-high 14 rebounds to go along with six points, two steals, one assist, and one block. Uh, the, the points are going to come. Like She had her opportunities. They just weren't falling, but... Um, she's definitely going to get some double-doubles this season. I still think she's in um, for a career year uh, in uh, her final year before hitting unrestricted free agency. And yeah, I'm still hoping that she somehow resigns with the dream, but uh, I, I just don't have a lot of confidence on that. But again, either way, uh, she's just someone that just puts her heart on the floor and just plays with complete hustle the, the entire game. And it's just great to see. 
Uh, one of the plays that stood out to me uh, was in the first quarter uh, when she was going for a loose ball, and, and instead of corralling it, um, she saw a wide-open Wheeler and just tapped it over to her, and it was just an easy bucket for her. Uh, the drain may be undersized, but the group rebounding effort led by Billings uh, should be entertaining the watch, including against the Sparks tomorrow. Uh, the Dream out rebounded the Wings 47 to 39, including 38 to 28 on the defensive glass, and uh, keeping second chance opportunities to a minimum will just be crucial tomorrow. We we cannot give uh, Neca and Cambage uh, multiple opportunities at the rim. Um, on to number five, and uh, Nia Coffey is definitely building off uh, her 2021 career season with the Sparks. Uh, she nearly had a double-double as she scored 11 points, including going a perfect 4-4 four four from the line, along with 9 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, and 1 block. So again, just another player that just contributed in multiple ways. Um, she was yet another dream player that had most of her points uh, in the first quarter. Uh, she had 7 points and 3 rebounds in the opening frame. Uh, this was the third time in her career that she scored double-digit points with at least nine rebounds. Uh, she should stay playing around 22 minutes per game, um, regardless if uh, Vaughn is able to, to come back in uh, or if Mon Premier uh, plays in her first game. Uh, I see her getting time between the three and four positions and um, still being able to play around 20 to 25 minutes. The only thing I that uh, I would want to change is just the, the turnovers, and I'll go over that later, but just a phenomenal game. And uh, last thing about her, uh, in the post-game conference, uh, Monique Billings was interviewed, and she said Coffee had uh, the defensive play of the game uh, when she took that charge from Arike. And man, I, I could not stand there, <laughs> like purposely going to a spot that Arike was going to be going full speed at. So props to her and getting the dream, the, the ball back, and uh, just a, a momentum-changing play when the, the wings were on a, a run. Uh, so uh, just a really good player that is going to, another player that's going to put their heart on the floor. Uh, number six, uh, Aries' impact despite uh, not stuffing the stat sheet. Um, I'm obviously hoping and expecting Aries to be a major contributor for the Dreams office, offense this season. Uh, but against the wing, she was still entertaining to watch. Um, whoever Ari was guarding, you could just see um, the intensity on her face and like the the confidence. There's just a a different energy with her this game, uh, this season that we didn't get last year, and it, it just goes with um, I think having someone in Coach Wright and having the confidence that um, she's going to be treated well and get her opportunities uh, when she succeeds. Uh, she was second on the team in plus-minus at a plus-14, and she played for about 18 minutes, which um, for right now I'm overall fine with. Um, obviously, I hopefully uh, hope that she gets more minutes, especially in a condensed schedule season. And uh, same as with Wallace, uh, I just hope that she pulls the trigger more and not just from behind the arc where um, she did three attempts. Uh, I want her to have confidence like she did in the preseason to, to drive inside and uh, make some hoops that way. She definitely has the speed and uh, creativity to, to be able to give herself those opportunities. Um, but overall, just a, a really, really solid game. Uh, she only had one turnover, and I, I wish there was somewhere that kept track of secondary assists because it just seemed like on, on a lot of scoring plays when she was in, 
she was the player that either like uh, made the defense go more inside when she went in the paint to open up a shot outside or just uh, went to the side so that the middle would be cleared um, after the next pass and everything. So just uh, someone who had an extremely good game, and I, I just still think she's absolutely due uh, to break out, and she is going to prove that she is the point guard of the future for the Atlanta Dream. Uh, I can tell that uh, she worked on her skill even more during the offseason, and uh, I just think she's going to be a reliable player uh, this season. On to number seven with the, the starting point guard for right now and Erica Wheeler. Um, first off, just uh, glad that she's okay. Um, she had that um, late in the second quarter scare. Uh, when she was going full speed on a fast break and uh, when she got rejected um, on her shot attempt she fell down hard and was limping and she was able to come uh, back in the second half and she looked absolutely fine and in fact um, hit the game clinching bucket uh, the late three to to seal the deal for the dream and everything Uh, she had 11 points two rebounds two assists and one steal in about 30 minutes uh, so overall, a really good game. Uh, again, same with Coffee. The only thing uh, that I want us to clean up is the turnovers. And I understand it's the first game. They're still getting used to each other. So uh, I'm sure the, the turnovers will go down. At, at least I hope so. If not, it, it may be time to, to give other players a chance that do take care of the ball. But I definitely don't think we're at that point yet. And again, overall, uh, really liked her game. Um, on to number eight, and uh, I just want to go over Megan Walker again, who um, I said is, is going to be one of the players that is a, a surprise and uh, I think will break out. And I, I think she did really good in her limited minutes. Um, she earned five points, two rebounds, and one steal in a team low eight minutes on Saturday. Um, I believe even with the, the new acquisition in Mon Premier, uh, that she deserves minutes with how she played. Uh, in this game. Uh, she had um, her best play uh, as the buzzer beater uh, for the, the shot clock that she hit from three. Um, also had a good bucket where she um, got a steal and then just went straight to the hoop. So just someone that doesn't give up and just someone with a, an immense amount of talent. She's a former first round pick, uh, ninth overall by the Liberty a couple years ago. Uh, I just think that she's worth giving a shot to, especially uh with the the due date of May 15th for um, extending her offer. And I'll uh, post a link uh, for her her hoop stats so you can get more an idea of how that works. Um, But she deserves an opportunity to see if she's uh, worth investing in and getting a guaranteed contract for next season. I think she at least deserves some minutes to um, see if she's earned that. Uh, and I believe, she, again, that she deserves that chance to um, be able to stay with the same team for the first time in her career as she only got one season uh, with the Mercury uh, and Liberty. Um, on to number nine, and uh, I just want to briefly go over Naz Hillman's debut and uh, what I expect next for her. Um, she played around 11 minutes in her debut. Uh, she just had one rebound and one assist. Uh, but in that post-game conference, like uh, Wright said that she was as stable as ever and everything. Um, she was in for uh, the majority of the Wings run in the second quarter, but looking at the film, I just don't think that much of that was on her. I just think it was um, the team going cold and the, the Wings starting to hit shots a little more and everything. But I didn't see uh, any major red flags in her game or anything. 
and I, I really liked uh, her play in the early fourth quarter, the same uh, Megan Walker shot I referred to, but um, she did a no-look pass uh, after um, driving in for a second, just did a no-look pass behind her to Megan Walker, and she drained the three. Like, that was an awesome play for both of them, and uh, it just shows uh, her potential and the awareness that she has. Like, she, I, I really think she has the mental skill set and the, the physical skill set to, to be able to succeed in this league. Um, I don't know how her minutes will change with Mom Premier in the lineup. Um, she has a bit more experience, so we may take down some of Hillman's minutes. Like, in, in playing Mom Premier, uh, the minutes have to be taken from somewhere and everything. So um, I think, as I said uh, preseason, I think Hillman's minutes are going to fluctuate. Um, but either way, I, I just see this as a, a development year for her, just... Um, being able to get used to the WNBA and then uh, starting next year, she'll get more minutes behind Parker and uh, I think ultimately uh, become a franchise player for this Atlanta Dream team. I, I just see so much potential for her and I'm so excited that um, she got started yesterday. And uh, the last thing, uh, another pun, I'm sorry, but uh, finally got to feel the right feeling. Um, <laughs> Uh, again, just with how last season was and everything, it, um, it's hard to imagine uh, what would have been a better start to the, the season than the dream, uh, leading 29-11 to 11 at the end of the first quarter. Uh, that was just so much fun. Uh, I could almost feel the pains of the 2021 season uh, just being healed away during that. Um, even though uh, the huge lead didn't hold and the Wings got it down to, to two points several times, uh, it was thrilling and emotional to see the potential of this dream team uh, when things are clicking. And I, I think we are going to get a lot of moments of that this season. Uh, the Wings, uh, again, ended up making multiple comebacks, um, including a 15-0 run in the second quarter and a 13-2 run in the fourth quarter. Uh, which was really scary. And I just, again, with how the game started, I really didn't want us to lose. And uh, our team did enough to, to pull off the win. I'll go over some of the negatives um, in the Sparks preview. Uh, but it was just so nice uh, afterwards to see how happy the players were, how much they were enjoying Coach Wright and uh, showering her with uh, soda and everything. Like, uh, it, it's just so pure and, and joyful just seeing uh, Atlanta Dream players happy again. I, I never saw uh, this much happiness from them last season and everything. I can tell they trust the process. They trust Coach Wright. And uh, I just love uh, the direction this team is going. And I'm happy that Coach Wright was able to uh, get a victory in the first game of her WNBA coaching career. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I have Uh for the, the victory over the Dallas Wings on Saturday, and now I'm going to move towards uh, some key points for uh, the Dream Sparks game that will be tomorrow. And yeah, <laughs> crazy that um, we're getting this the second game of the season. And um, honestly, it, it feels good to get it out of the way. It just goes more towards that healing process. Kennedy gets to get playing the Dream over with, and us as fans get to uh, get that game over with too and everything and just officially move into uh, a new air and uh, trusting this new coaching staff and new management. I, again, I just really like uh, the direction we're going and uh, it's fun being an Atlanta Dream fan right now. Uh, but the, obviously the first topic is going to be uh, Kennedy making her return to Atlanta. Uh, I think Kennedy will be motivated and hungry to spoil Atlanta's uh, home opener and give some payback for 
what she experienced last season where she never really got legitimate minutes uh, of a potential superstar, which I believe she is. Um, she played positions that didn't match her strengths and was on the bench for key moments to, to end games. And again, uh, if Kennedy and Airy were in some of the situations where they were on the bench, we don't only win eight games. But that's neither here or there. I'm just happy that she has uh, a fresh start in L.A., um, and gets over what she had to experience last season and everything. And I, I believe most of what she experienced wasn't deserved, especially like the, the alienation. Uh, I think Dream fans are going to be rooting for her to uh, be able to have a, a really good game in Atlanta and uh, for her to be able to reach that potential still. I'm, I'm still always going to be a fan of Kennedy and I'm still going to be happy with the direction the Dream are going now. Uh, I really like Ryan Howard. I'm glad we were able to get Naz Hillman and Christy Wallace looks like uh, just a, an absolutely amazing player as well. But uh, it was still hard to go through what we did last season. Uh, I, I expect this game to, to be emotional, but um, I don't expect like the, the chippiness and intensity a lot of people have been talking about. I don't think that will happen until um, Tiffany Hayes is back uh, as she's still overseas. Uh, I believe the game in L.A. on July 21st and the game in Atlanta on August 5th will have a lot more intensity as um, Kennedy had more gripe uh, with Tiffany Hayes uh, with things that were say said on Twitter. So um, I just see um, the rivalry being more intense when she's there. I, I, again, I, I still see this as an emotional game uh, being back in Atlanta, but I, I just don't re feel like it reaches the, the full scale that it will uh, later in the season when they play. Uh, but next, on to uh, Ryan Howard again. Uh, and again, just hoping for heavy minutes for her. Um, last game, she played 36 minutes against the Wings. And uh, the insertion of Mon Premier and Vaughn wouldn't uh, impact that. Uh, I expect uh, her to get the full opportunity again to, to be um, our superstar in the the player that our offense and defense depends on. And I think she's already ready to, to take on that role. And uh, I, I just think she's a shoo-in for Rookie of the Year and will be uh, a candidate to be a, a first-team uh, first player uh, out of veterans and everything, even with how she produces this season. It may be going overboard, but I, I just really don't think I am with uh, just the potential that Ryan Howard has to, to help this Dream Team succeed. And we will absolutely rely on her. And uh, like I was talking about her and the, uh, the summary against the Wings, uh, she's going to have to have uh, a better shooting performance. She's going to have to get to uh, more high percentage shots because the, the Sparks are going to score points. And we're going to need uh, Ryan to just have an amazing game for us to, to be competitive in this one. Uh, which leads to the next thing, just talking about um, that Sparks offense. And uh, they shot over 47% in both of their games so far this season, including over 49% in their season opening win uh, against the defending champion Chicago Sky, which was a, a thrilling overtime win for them. Uh, the Dream will need to have uh, more consistency to their offense to, to stay competitive. Uh, in the first quarter, uh, they shot 56.7% against the Wings. Uh, but ended at a dismal 31.7% from the floor, um, including uh, the dreadful uh, second and fourth quarters. Uh, the second quarter, they went 3 of 18, uh, which was good for 16.7%. 
and 3 of 16 in the fourth quarter, which was only good for 18.8%. The Sparks are second in the league at scoring at 92.5 points per game. And uh, in their two contests so far against the Sky and Fever. And uh, the Dream scored 66 points in their game against the Wings. So um, I think our defense is good, but uh, the, the Sparks are still going to be able to put up a lot of points. We are going to need to have a consistent answer and not go uh, on extended lulls where uh, if we fall behind, I, I don't think there's a, a chance coming back if we fall too far behind because their offense is going to score points. Uh, but yeah, just so excited to see this game. Can't say that enough. Uh, but on to the, the next important thing, and that's uh, the turnover battle. Um, both of these teams early in the season have struggled uh, with limiting their turnovers. Um, the Dream, uh, starting with them, just have to take care uh, of the ball better. They had 21 turnovers in their game against the Wings, and uh, a lot of them were unforced. Uh, again, I'm hoping it's just them shaking off rust and nerves and getting used to each other uh, and that they're more fluid against the Sparks tomorrow. But um, the most turnovers came from uh, three of our starters. Uh, Erica Wheeler had six, Cheyenne Parker had five, and Nia Coffey had four. So 11 of the 21 turnovers were between those three players. Uh, The the rookie, surprisingly, uh, played really good Uh, between Christy Wallace, Ari McDonald, and Ryan Howard. uh, They just had one turnover apiece uh, for six assists, so uh, they came ready to play. There were multiple times, at at least for Ari, uh, where the ball was tapped, but she was able to to get control again. You can tell that's something that she practiced, so um, I'm hoping the veterans (laughs) meet the level of what the rookies did last game. to be able to uh, just limit those turnovers and obviously limit uh, opportunities for the Sparks. We do not need them uh, getting extra possessions. And uh, the Sparks themselves uh, and the the two games they played so far are averaging 21.5 turnovers. So uh, again, especially with how our defense looked against the Dallas Wings, uh, I think we are going to get those uh, extra opportunities and those turnovers from them. But I think we just need to have more of those opportunities. I'm hoping we have uh, more created turnovers by at least three than what we give up. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how we do against players like uh, Jordan Canada and Kennedy Carter uh, on uh, just giving us the maximum chance to, to be able to pull off this upset. Uh, next, uh, both teams have been uh, really good uh, from the free throw line to start. Uh, the Atlanta Dream shot 19-22 uh, at, in their first game this season, so that was good for 86.4%. Uh, the Wings are shooting 84.9% in both of their games. So uh, this game, I'm hoping, is a game of inches where um, every point counts. So it's going to be crucial again for us to not be like the majority of last season and be able to just consistently hit our shots from the line uh, to give us every point possible. And we have players that are just so dynamic and creative. We, we are going to get to the line, and I think the Sparks will as well. I, I definitely see both teams uh, getting the 20-plus free throws, and it may come down to um, who's able to hit more of them. It, it will be one of the key factors. Um, on to the next thing, and just returning to uh, Cheyenne Parker, and I just want to see her close out games. Uh, Parker only had eight points total during the fourth quarters in 2021, uh, which only accounted for 6% of her points last season. 
uh, with Cheyenne being the, the best interior scorer for the Dream, and I, I don't think it's even close. Uh, she's coming off a double-double, and I just think she's going to be essential uh, for the Dream to be able to pull off a victory. I, I don't think we can have what uh, we had against the Dallas Wings, where um, she has a spurt early and then doesn't contribute a lot more the rest of the game. Like We are going to need her um, in those clutch moments to, to be able to stay close and hang with these sparks. Uh, to give them all we can and everything. So um, I'm hoping to see uh, an aggressive Cheyenne Parker uh, in the paint and then obviously knocking down a, a couple threes like she's able to do. So uh, just really curious to see what she brings um, to the Sparks game. Um, going back uh, over some things from last season that I, I'm hoping to, to see uh, the Dream do better this season, uh, the Dream haven't won back-to-back -back games since they won four in a row uh, early last season from May 21st to May 29th. So a span of 27 games going back to last season um, that's been since we've had back-to-back -back wins. So uh, being able to uh, get wins against the Wings and Sparks back-to-back, -back, uh, it, it will be hard to keep expectations tempered um, going against to the, the, into the game against the Aces. Uh, I am already have this team as competing for a playoff spot, but if we beat the Sparks uh, going into that Aces game, I'm going to be thinking, what's the ceiling on this team? Like, how good are we and everything? So I'm not going to dive fully into that unless we win. Uh, but yeah, I, I will be out of control bragging <laughs> in my next episode and on Twitter um, if we're able to pull off a win uh, against the Sparks. Uh, but uh, on a much less dramatic note um, than Kennedy... Uh, Erica Wheeler and Nia Coffey will be playing um, their first games uh, against the Sparks, who both of them had one-year stints with last season. And uh, yeah, both of them, again, were just highly successful. Um, Wheeler had a career high in points with them at 13.6 per game. And uh, Coffey just received her first true opportunity in the WNBA uh, with the Sparks. Um, she received 10-plus more starts than any season she had had in the past. Uh, was 17 last season and um, averaged 25.2 uh, minutes per game. So uh, just a really big career boost for her, and she took advantage of that. Just every st uh, statistical um, category, uh, I think Coffee had a, a career season in last season, and so far it looks like she's building off of that and is going to have an even better season than uh, trying to, to get a, a good deal next season when she's a, an unrestricted free agent again. Um, but uh, the, the two of them also had uh, a lot of success against the Atlanta Dream, uh, where they won uh, all three games against us. And just want to touch on that. Uh, even though this is pretty much a completely different team for the Atlanta Dream, like the only returning players we have are uh, Ari McDonald, Monique Billings, Tiffany Hayes is right now overseas, and Cheyenne Parker played half the season. Uh, but those games were just still uh, so excruciating uh, to lose uh, to the, the LA Sparks. Like all three of them uh, were games within six points. One of them uh, Christy Tolliver hit a, a buzzer beater to send it to overtime where they beat us. Uh, another one, NECA, uh, hit that buzzer beater where there were two buzzers that went off, one for um, the shot clock and one for the, the end of the game. And our players had thought we won, and it wasn't the case. Uh, so, oh, gosh, it, it was just so, so hard. And especially the, the two spark games right after the All-Star break, 
we were still kind of in the playoff race, like losing both of those, like it, it essentially eliminated us and everything. So uh, I would definitely like to get revenge on them and uh, add in the fact that they're on a, a long winning streak against us. Uh, we haven't won against them uh, since 2018 with the, when uh, Monique, Monique Billings was with the team and everything. So uh, it's just going to be crucial, <laughs> the dream, uh, being able to, to beat them. We're on a eight-game losing streak uh, in total against the LA Sparks. The last game uh, we won was on August 9th, 2018. Uh, but uh, just want to next go over... Uh, a roster breakdown for the LA Sparks and uh, what to look for in our, our game against them and some uh, key players that we'll have to watch out for. Uh, the biggest position to me is at guard, uh, where the, the Sparks have a healthy mix of Jordan Canada, who right now is averaging 34 minutes, uh, Lexi Brown, who was traded from the Chicago Sky, who's averaging 30 minutes right now, and then Brittany Sykes, uh, who is also averaging around 30 minutes. And then obviously uh, Kennedy, who I think is just going to get more and more minutes, at least hopefully um, as the season progresses and everything, and um, they see the future that they have in her. Uh, but starting with uh, Jordan Canada, um, she played the previous four seasons with the Seattle Storm, and uh, the Speedster is now thriving um, as a starter for the Sparks. Um, through two games, um, she is on a per-game uh, per career-high pace of 15.5 points off of 55.6 field goal percentage from the floor, uh, which is tied for third in the league with guards who have made at least 10 attempts. Uh, she's 100% from the free throw line, uh, has seven assists, which is good for fourth in the WNBA. Uh, if, if the dream want to stay close, they have to make her uncomfortable. They can't uh, let her have her away like um, she got a lot of times with the, against the Chicago Sky and Indiana Fever. Uh, we can't let her uh, keep going on this tour at pace, uh, and she's going to be hard to contain um, for, for the dream. Uh, next, Lexi Brown. Uh, again, was acquired from the Chicago Sky and has just been contributing across the stat sheet for the Sparks. Um, she's at averaging a, a career high per game right now of four rebounds, three and a half assists, and two steals. Um, she's also shooting an unfair 71.4% beyond the arc. She hasn't taken a ton of attempts, but she went four of five beyond the arc against the Chicago Sky in their victory in the season opener. So... Uh, definitely something we have to watch out for, and the, the Sparks are not going to miss as many opportunities as the Dallas Wings did uh, against us. Uh, but the, the next guard I want to go over is honestly the player uh, I'm most afraid of and worried uh, about uh, matchup-wise, and that's the um, former three-year player at the Atlanta Dream, Brittany Sykes. And uh, I, I just think she's the best player, uh, defensive player in the WNBA. Uh, right now, she's number one in steals at 4.5 per game, including five in her last uh, outing against the Indiana Fever. Uh, but what really worries me is uh, her offense is just absolutely clicking right now as well. Um, she's averaging her most points per game uh, since her rookie season with Atlanta back in 2017. Uh, she's averaging 13 points along with five rebounds, three in assists, and one and a half, one and a half blocks through two games. Um, she's coming off a 17-point performance against the Indiana Fever, and uh, she became the first player since 2020 to have a game of at least 17 points, four rebounds, two assists, five assists, and one block per um, across the timeline. So 
Uh, so she is ready to uh, make her name in the league this season and be just one of the key factors for this LA Sparks team. And uh, I love the energy she plays with as well. I'm really happy for her, but whew, I am worried about playing against her um, tomorrow. Just uh, She is definitely going to cause problems for us and uh, something that we're going to have to overcome to, to win this game. Um, the last threat guard that I'm going to go over is obviously Kenny, Kennedy Carter, um, who, after only playing 12 minutes in the opener against the Sky, received 21 minutes in her last outing against the Fever. Um, but in both games, she scored 12 points. Uh, but in the Fever game, she just contributed more across the stat sheet, uh, getting five assists, one steal, and two blocks. Um, she's just, again, one of the best players in the league, and I hope she's given a lot of minutes uh, against the Dream to uh, enact some revenge against us and um, prove that uh, she belongs, deserves to be a starter and deserves to be invested in uh, by the Sparks. Uh, moving on to the interior, and it's all about the Okumake sisters and uh, one of the biggest free agency pickups of, of the offseason in uh, Liz Cambage. Uh, starting with NECA, and uh, she's averaging a team-high 34 minutes a game, playing fully healthy after um, sadly missing almost half the season uh, in 2021 due to injury. Uh, she's averaging 16 points, including a 19.7 rebound, 2 assists, and 3 steal effort in the opener against the Sky. Uh, so the, the former 2016 MVP is obviously playing extremely well and is another player that we just do not want to give uh, multiple opportunities to at the rim. It's just going to be essential for us to bring that same energy that we did against the Wings to make sure they have as much limited opportunities as possible. Um, on the Chinny, uh, and she's been coming off the bench and she's still been a double-double threat. Uh, in the opener against the Sky, she had eight points, six rebounds, and two steals. So uh, both of them are just a, a huge threat for us. And then you add in uh, Liz Cambage, uh, who's been playing a, a little over half the game uh, at around uh, 22, uh, 21 minutes. Uh, her last game, she scored 22 points, 11 rebounds, two assists, and one block. So uh, absolutely someone we have to keep an eye on. And uh, one thing that was promising to me on watching the film of the last two games is uh, the opportunity to be able to hit outside shots is there. Like uh, th Her biggest threat is in the paint. Like That's where um, she mainly stays. So if we're able to um, have someone like Cheyenne Parker get going outside, uh, it's going to make things more difficult on Cam Beige and we don't have to um, deal with her strengths as much. So that's going to be something to absolutely watch out for. Um, but uh, lastly, just want to go into uh, a prediction for the game between the, the Dream and Sparks. And uh, I'm just expecting a, a fast-paced game, uh, hopefully a high-scoring contest. And when I say hopefully, uh, I don't mean it for the Sparks. I know they're going to score a lot of points, but I'm hoping the Dream, again, just do not have those lulls like they did um, against the Wings, especially in the second and fourth quarter, uh, to be able to keep up with them. Uh, but I, I do believe uh, the Dream can cause enough disruption defensively and uh, a high-energy offense that um, tires out the Sparks and uh, we end up winning 88-83. to 83. Uh, I, I just do not think the, the Dream's defensive effort against the Wings, where they shot a, a franchise low 24.3%, is 
Um, just coincidence or luck. I, I think we played with a, a lot of energy and aggressiveness and tenacity uh, that we're going to show uh, the world that uh, we have this season. We have the players to make things really difficult um, on opposing teams and that we're going to be a threat this season. Uh, just again, I'm going to be most worried when shots aren't falling for us that we're able to, to bounce back more quickly and, and keep up with uh, just this highly talented L.A. Sparks team. Uh, but yeah, that's what I have uh, for uh, my recap of the wing stream. I'm sorry, the, yeah, the wing stream and my preview for the L.A. Sparks. Uh, my next episode will be on Thursday. I'll be doing a, a recap of this game against the Sparks and then a preview uh, against the, the title contender um, Las Vegas Aces. And hopefully uh, we're 2-0 heading into this game. Uh, but thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I did break this episode uh, into chapters again, so feel free to, to skip around uh, and tune into other topics at any time. But thank you so much for your support and tuning in, and uh, I will talk to you later.